Welcome to Teed Up with Coach G. Today is going to be our Eastern Conference preview for the NBA season. We'll be doing over-unders, kind of talking about each team. I'm joined again by Big Drew, who third time in a row on the pod, so we're happy to have him. Uh, he's the owner of Call Your Mother and Timber Pizza, so we go way back. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. Eastern Conference over-unders. Here we go. Now by... Big Drew, reoccurring guest. What's up, Drew? What up, what up, Alejandro? What's going on? Uh, not much. Getting ready for the holidays. Been trying to record this podcast for two weeks. Finally got you away from your busy schedule of running listen, multiple... Listen, listen. <laughs> it, it's Hanukkah. The people want their jelly-filled donuts and the latkes, but uh, I had to break away so we could talk I actually realize you've been on the podcast three times now. We've never given you the opportunity to plug anything. You want to plug your restaurant or no? Eh, I just want to plug our friendship. Andrew and Alex since uh, 2004. <laughs> All, right. All right. That is true. 04. College Lodge. That's College it. of Charleston. I was wearing my College of Charleston sweatshirt yesterday in a Home Depot and got a shout out. and I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, the Hoops the, the hoop team is abysmal this year. I think up, you can start them. They're one and three. They're terrible. Yeah, and they're not, getting killed by good. they got killed by some bad teams. I'm yeah, it's over. Yeah. All right. Uh, so today, Drew, for sake of time, we're just gonna hop in and we got the Eastern Conference over unders. We're kinda like in the middle of our NBA season preview series of podcasts. I guess that's what we could call it, right? Yeah. Uh, we're starting with the East today because I'm a Knicks fan and you're a Celtics fan. And so we'll break those down. And then next week we'll do Western Conference. And then the season's going to I was watching NBA preseason the other day, and I'm super pumped about it. Uh, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So some teams were playing two and a half months ago, and then other teams haven't played in nine months. Who do you think is more at a disadvantage? Are teams exhausted? Are our teams rusty? Or do you think it doesn't matter because they're professional and they're all practicing? Well... In a, you know, for my quick response, it would be the teams that were playing two months ago uh, because they've been gelling more. They are been playing competitive basketball. I watched Knicks-Pistons preseason the other night, and granted, those are probably the two worst teams in the league, but it was the worst professional basketball I think I've ever seen in my life, the first quarter, and it's just so clearly like all these bad young teams that have kids that need reps and development and haven't played in like a year or nine months or whatever, I think they're at a big disadvantage compared to like the, the veteran really good teams that have been doing this for years or were doing it in the playoffs and they're just kind of ramping back up. You know, the Lakers with LeBron, like some guys are going to sit or rest or whatever. So I think that will be interesting, a depth question. But I think just in a vacuum to answer your question, I think these Teams that haven't played in nine months, which are the worst teams in the league besides the Warriors, are at a disadvantage. I think the Warriors are going to be the team that's interesting to watch because they're actually good and they haven't played in nine months. So the rest of the teams are terrible and have a bunch of 19, 20, and 21-year-olds that haven't gotten much development and game experience in the last nine months. Do you agree or disagree? I I agree 100%. Um, I think... You know, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And I think these bad teams are in big, big trouble. I mean, dude, the Pistons-Knicks, which we'll talk about, was... I mean, it was the worst basketball I'd ever seen. The first, like, seven minutes of that game, I'm like, this looks like my JV scrimmage to start the season, which is also the ugliest basketball you've ever seen. 
foul every so five taking, seconds. So you're taking the Knicks over? No, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to the Knicks. I'll, I'm taking Obi Toppin, Rookie of the Year, though. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, all right, let's jump in. Uh, we've got starting a team we already talked about a lot, so we don't need to talk about them too much. The Atlanta Hawks. Uh, they're over under is 35 and a half. Keep in mind, Drew, they're only playing 72 games this year, so you kind of got to factor that in. you get got to take away like three or four wins that you would expect them to get in an 82-win season. But they brought in... Bogdanovich, Gallo, Rondo, Okongwu. We talked about them a lot on the last podcast. Uh, they only won 20 games last year. They're trying to make the playoffs this year. 35 and a half. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, if you've listened to me before, you know, I, while I like their picks, I just think there's so much room for disaster here. Injuries, Rondo sucks in the regular season. I just think things would have to go perfectly for them to hit that over. I think I would have taken the under if it was an 82-game season, so a shortened season. I am 100% taking the under. Lock it in. Okay. I am also taking the under. I like them more, but they only won, They were so bad last year. And from 20 wins to 36 is such a leap. I don't see it happening unless Trey Young just becomes an all-NBA player. I actually don't, and I feel less confident about them making the playoffs now that the Wizards made some trades, and I'm worried for them. I have the under as well. We've talked about them a lot, so I don't want to spend too much time on the Hawks. I just think the East is competitive, and I don't know if they're good enough. I don't know. Anything else, or should we go to your Boston Celtics? Let's go to the Celtics, baby! All right, I thought the Celtics are interesting. Last year, they won 48 games. Uh... Obviously, as we've talked about, Hayward is gone. They brought in Tristan Thompson. Nez Smith, they drafted, who I know you love. Uh, Rookie of the year. No. And then Jeff Teague is brought in, if he could still play. So they won 48 last year. Their over-under is 45 and a half. And I would like to make the argument, I think they miss Hayward a little, even though he missed some time last year. I think Tristan Thompson is going to be awesome for them, but I think his impact will be felt most in the playoffs. And I still think they're really good, but I'm going to take the under. Barely. I don't think they're going to win. I just don't understand how they got that much better. I think they're a little bit worse, and I think that makes sense. They played 62 games last year. Or no, 72. They won 70. They played 72 games last year. They won 48 games. I think they're a couple games worse. I think you have to assume Tatum and Brown both get a little better. I think... Jeff Teague is such a wild upgrade over Wanamaker. Uh, you hope that the young guys um, all sort of take a step forward. I think they're hungry. Um, I am a homer, and I am a sucker, so I am taking the over, and you can lock it in, Tatum, fringe MVP candidate this year. I, I think that's what it's going to take for them to hit the over. I think Tatum's going to have to be – I mean, Tatum's already really good, but he's going to have to be elite. Um, well, as the pandemic was hit last year, he was playing at an absurd level, which I think he can get back to. Um, and I think if Teague allows Kemba to play way less minutes, so he's fresher. Um, does he? I, I it, think he easily are we sure back. Teague is still good? Like I remember Teague no. being good like five years ago, and now he's been on terrible teams the last five years. We I have no idea if he's still good. Totally, but in Brad we trust. Like, he's so good at, like, squeezing every ounce of talent out of sort of those marginal guys. What he's not great at is making stars better yet. He's 
getting there with Tatum. Um, so I think he'll put Teague in a position to succeed. And if Teague is not supposed to be like a starting point guard anymore, that's just a whole other ballgame. And I think he's a, a great backup. I mean, this is an example of a team that is going to be not just skill level, but the question you asked, like who's in a better position, like teams that took a long layoff or a team that was playing two months ago, the Celtics are going to like steamroll these bad teams because they're going to, they're like mostly kept their continuity. I do think they'll miss Hayward, but Tate, you know, did you see the report today that Tatum uh, is listed at 6'10 now? He like grew two inches or something. I have not seen this. I have no social media, so I'm out of the loop. <laughs> Except you're on Instagram all the time pumping up your restaurants. Uh, I don't run those anymore, dogs. <laughs> um, I I think they're still good. I mean, taking the under, I don't think they're bad. I just think they're like a 44-win team. I think so they're going to be up and down. In, in, wait, let's take a step back. We need to have some sort of wager for who gets more of these right at the end of the season. I agree. Uh, this is our first day. We're only two teams in. This is our first disagreeance. I have no idea. I suck at these. Zach and I, when we were doing it on the old podcast, we used to always... I think whoever gets more of these, so it'll be next, basically, summer when we'll know. Loser has to visit the other one. Uh, that's fine. I already got a trip planned to D.C. next summer, so that sounds good. All right. Lock it in. <laughs> lock it in. Uh, all right. We'll see. I also think the East is better, so I think Boston's still good, but they take a slight step back. Uh, okay, next, a team I actually really like, the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant is healthy. Lots of reports on social that you're not on saying he looks 100%. Kyrie's a psycho. Uh, they got uh, Lionel G. Shemette. Uh, hold on, hold on. Tell me, tell me the over-under before you tell me all this stuff. So Jeff I, Green and then Steve Nash is the coach. 45 games is the over-under, slightly below Boston, and they are, they won 35 and 37 last year. They have a new coaching staff, but Dan Tony is still on the staff, and Jock Vaughn, who took over for them after they fired their coach last year, did pretty good, and he's back as like the defensive guy. This is also a dark horse, not even a dark horse, this is a hardened trade team that possibly... I like this thing. I'm taking the over, and it basically all boils down to I'm just buying Kevin Durant is back. Like, if Kevin Durant steps back on the court as Kevin Durant again, even like 90% of what he was, I think in the East he's going to be awesome. And then Kyrie to boot, and they have a bunch of other good guys, and Allen and Dimwitty and, and all those guys. So I feel like this is a good team. I'm taking the over, and I, I think they're a top three seed in the East. I, I think they're really good this year. I'm buying it. I'm all in on the Nets being good this year, even though I hate them because it should be the Knicks, but it's not. While I hope and pray that Durant is back, I love Durant. He makes the league more more fun. Um, even if he is back, he is not going to play every game. He is going to get the Toronto Kawhi treatment. They are going to absolutely baby him. Kyrie is the biggest cancer in the league. He is a nut job. I don't think his teammates like him. So there's going to be lots of nights where there's no Durant and it's Kyrie being a psycho. Um, so while I think when they get to the playoffs, they will be a force to be reckoned with because you're going to have full steam Durant and then second fiddle Kyrie is actually really good. I think the regular season, there's going to be an adjustment period. There's going to be a learning curve. There is going to be lots of rest for Durant. So I will be taking under, lock it in. Uh, all right, so you got the under, I got the over. I think your point about them resting Durant is interesting. I just think the team is already pretty good. Joe Harris, Karis LeVert, 
Jared Allen. They still have DeAndre Jordan. Like, they have guys. Bruce Brown, they traded for from the Pistons. He's kind of like a dog defensively. It will be interesting if this team makes a big trade in the middle of the season. That would make that probably mean they'd hit the under as a mesh, but I'm buying KD. I like the Nets. I think the Nets are really good this year. Uh, okay. Moving on. This team is going to be interesting. The Charlotte Hornets. Uh, they're over, they won 23 games last year. They're over under this year is 26 and a half. They obviously brought in your boy, Gordon Hayward, on a ridiculous contract. Uh, they have some young pieces in P.J. Washington and Devontae Graham. And they drafted LaMelo. Rozier is still there. Uh, 26 and a half. I took the over, and I kind of love the over. I don't think they're a playoff team. I don't think they're good. LaMelo played his first preseason game yesterday, and we spent the last month dogging him. His highlights were disgusting, Drew. Like, I am, like, starting to buy LaMelo stock. I don't know if he could shoot. He went, like, over 5. He didn't score any points. But everyone kept talking about his vision, and it was filthy, dude. He was, like, hitting seamless behind-the-back passes, full-court alley-oop dunk. Not alley-oop dunk, but, like, full-court off a rebound for a driving dunk. Like, he was good. And he had 10 rebounds in, like, he played 18 minutes or something. I am, like, buying LaMelo. I said last week that I like... Gordon Hayward in the new situation. I think he bounces back to like a top 30 player maybe. I don't think this is a playoff team. I also think the contract was bad and they're probably just heading to like a 500 team with no ceiling below above that. But I think this team is going to be kind of sneaky good for the East in a bad way, if that makes sense. I like the over and I kind of like it a lot. Couldn't disagree more. Uh, I'm, I'm president of the Lamelo Hater Club. I know I, you almost you almost had me, and then I watched a few highlights, and I was like, "Wait a second, listen, this guy I looks like Magic admit, Johnson," and I'm kind of in on I it. I have to admit, some of those passes looked good yesterday, but let's a pump the brakes. It's preseason. Agreed. And B, he still can't shoot, so teams will learn how to play him, so he can't shoot. Hayward <laughs> is absolutely positively not a number one anymore. I. I just I don't see him getting that confidence back. I, I just think he sort of is what he is. Um, the rest of the team sucks. No, I disagree there. I disagree there. That's where I think you're sleeping on this team a little. They're they're much more Listen. than just Ball and Hayward. I think Devontae Listen. Graham was like Wait. Graham started great last year and then fell off a cliff. Rosier? I had scary. I had scary Terry in Boston. Yeah, stinks. I'm taking the under, and that might be my lock of the century. I'm not saying they're like winning 40 games and making the playoffs, but 26 and a half is such a low I'm, number. It's such I'm a low calling number. Fucking train wreck. I'm calling a train wreck. Okay, I vehemently, oh, I very much disagree. I I like this team, and I and I'm like That's, about to jump on the Lamelo. I was like off Lamelo. Now I'm back. Ooh, I'm excited next about this. To my name on that under, I want you to write train wreck. Uh, okay. Train wreck. You said a lock for all of these, by the way, which I think is interesting. I, I just think, and their uniforms are sick. Have you seen their new uniforms? Uniforms are sick. Sick, uniforms dude. Sick. I would go as far to say the coolest uniforms in the league. I know they're new and it's like not the history, but I'm, I like what they're doing. And I kind of wish I was I'm a Hornets fan. I'm digging the, the Spurs jerseys are amazing. No, oh, the the city ones are amazing. I agree. The Knicks, okay. the Knicks have the worst one in the seat in the league. Um, all right, that's an interesting. I'll star the Hornets, but I I feel good about that overpick. Train wreck. Uh, okay, the Chicago Bulls. They won twenty two games last year, which was terrible. 
their over under is 30. They brought in the big thing they did is they fired their coach and they brought in Billy Donovan, who is legitimately a good coach. And then they drafted Patrick Williams. So I think they're better than 22 wins, but is Donovan an eight win swing? You're kind of buying that like Markinen and all these young guys that they've accrued over the years make a leap forward, you know, under new coaching. They hated their coach last year. And then Kobe White was okay last year. Wendell Carter's still there. Otto Porter mitched a bunch of the year. I don't think this is enough, Big Drew. I don't think they're eight games better. I'm taking the under and feel pretty good about it. I hate the Bulls. I agree. I hate Zach Levine, the fakest superstar in the league. The only way this happens is if Markinen is, is taking the big lead. I, I'm, um, I'm holding on to all my stock on Markinen, and if anything, I'm buying Markinen stock. I still think he's really good. I don't know if he's a superstar or anything, but he is. I think his ceiling is at least like a fringe all-star, if not an all-star. I think he's good, man. It'll be interesting to see what Donovan does with Zach Levine. Levine. Because Levine. It's Levine. <laughs> I do not know that. <laughs> He's such a jack high spot that I think it's hard for guys to really like flourish around him, and he's not good enough to play that way. So Donovan's going to have to reel him in a little bit in order for other guys to take a step forward. Um, so I, I, I agree. It's I'm taking the under. I'm not locking this one in. I could see it going like 31 exactly. I would feel so much better about this team if they didn't take Patrick Williams and just took like yeah. almost anyone Pretty else. Weird pick. Yeah, if they picked almost anyone else, they'd be like, okay. And I like Donovan a lot, not even a little, but I don't think eight games is like a pretty big jump. And I don't think they're eight games better. So I'm taking the under. All right, another team no one cares about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they are, they won 19 games last year, they were one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, Akora, Isaac Okoro was their draft pick, who I think looks, I liked on, we both liked this pick on draft night and he balled out their pre, he had 18 points in their preseason game. It was like hitting threes and stuff. Uh, Tristan Thompson has gone to your Celtics. Uh, they didn't really do a lot besides that. They brought back, um, oh, oh God, I forgot his name. Did they stop Drummond? Yeah, they brought back Drummond. Thank you. Uh, their starting lineup is like interesting in a bad Easter. They got Garland still, Sexton, Okoro, Kevin Love, Drummond. Which is like not good, but not like an embarrassment. Their bench stinks. Then they go to like Seti Ozman and Del <laughs> Delvadova is still in the league. Like they re signed him. I'm like, he's still playing. Uh, I love that. The Legendary guy, Cavalier. They picked up Dante Exum, who was a thing. You know, he's he was a high draft pick five years ago. The guy who I actually like on their team, who I think might actually be good, is Kevin Porter Jr., who they got from USC last year. He had, like, quietly a good rookie year. He's a gunner off the bench. Uh, the was over Exum on the Knicks last year? What? Was Exum on the Knicks last year? No. He was on the Jazz. I just feel like that's... I feel like that's such a guy that the Knicks should have. Well, they have the French version. He's the Australian version. They have the French version in Frank Nielakina. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know. He was the fifth pick in the draft in 2014. He, He's not, I don't know. I just, it kind of is like, do you do you like Garland and Sexton? Like, is that, Sexton put up uh, numbers last year. Sex, I think Sexton could be a, like, middle of the pack starting point guard. I I didn't see anything from Garland to make me be a, make me a big believer. 
Sexton quietly at 21 points a game last year and shot 38% from three. That's, like, not yeah. bad. I have also heard he's, like, not very fun to play with. Like, I don't know how much his teammates like playing with him. Um, I don't know what to think of Garland. I saw him play twice last year and was underwhelmed, but he's so young. Uh, I don't really love the drum and love combination, and I... What's the over-under? Yeah, we've already talked about the Cavs too much. 22. Oof. So low. Like, that's so low. Jesus. And I like Okoro. Uh, I think take a, the over. I like Okoro a lot. Um, I think I had under, and I think I've talked myself into the over. I'm taking the over. I think I'm taking the over, too. I, I think they're bad. I don't think they're... I mean, that starting lineup is like... Interesting. Like Sexton, like takes another leap. Garland has to be better than last year. Okoro comes in and makes it is like good. I think he's going to be good right away. Uh, and then Love and Drummond. Drummond's going to get like twenty rebounds a night. Like I don't know. It could be fun. Their bench is horrendous. Though. Outside of Kevin Porter, I don't like anyone off their bench. All right, a team I've already seen play this year. Next, the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Killian Hayes, they drafted. Blake Griffin is back. Gr- Blake Griffin, by the way, only played 18 games last year. That's notable. They brought in Jamari Grant, who I want to talk about. They won 20 games last year. The over-under is 24. I've seen this team play already in preseason. Can I give you just my two thoughts on them really quick? Yeah, please. Blake is awesome. but And Killian Hayes looked like he was something. Jamari Grant looked terrible. Like he immediately was, I could, it just, I, I still, we talked about this last podcast. I still cannot believe he left the Nuggets. Like looking at this team play, I'm like, why in God's name would you ever want to leave for the same amount of money to play in Detroit? This team was bad. Their bench is terrible. Uh, I think Blake is really good, but he, I'm just kind of, if he stays healthy, I think they hit the over, but I'm kind of just betting. I'm not rooting for it, but I would have, if I'm betting, I'm betting he gets hurt. I'm taking the under. I think this team is really bad. Yeah, and I mean, maybe there's something with his contract, I don't know. But if Blake looks good at all, wouldn't they want to trade him for assets since they're not going to be good or make the playoffs, which would make them even worse? So I would also take the under. I think it's interesting to see what he's like. The can't Will they trade him? Can they trade him? Like, I guess the Celtics have that big trade exception. Couldn't they, like, finagle yeah. to pull him in? That would be an interesting – he's good. He looked really good. He's hitting threes. He's such an underrated passer. He was like multiple dimes. He didn't play a ton. He only played like 15 minutes. Totally. And the rest of the team is so bad. But it's so the I rest mean, of the team I mean, was I so bad. Like as soon as the Knicks went to the, like as soon as they brought in, the Knicks starting lineup stinks. But as soon as I went to the bench, which is not even that good for the Knicks, it, they like train wrecked the Pistons. I was like, this bench is horrendous. They've no, they're like Jaleel Okafor is like their backup big playing a lot. And yeah. it was bad. Oh, he's a walking bucket, baby. It, Let's I, go. I was a big Jaleel fan early on. Not as much anymore. Uh, I, they're an under, and they're bad. Are you taking the over or the under? Under, under, yeah. under. This team stinks. All right. Uh, this team, I think, is interesting. The Indiana Pacers. Uh, they won 45 games last year. Keep in mind, uh, Brogdon missed 19 games last year. Oladipo missed 54 games. TJ Warren you know, it was like a big thing in the bubble going for like 40 a night for a stretch. And then they brought in a coach whose name I can't even pronounce, Nate Bjorkin, who was with Toronto last year. He's like a Toronto disciple who 
I and they're like he's emphasizing you know what every new coach is saying he's like they're going to shoot a lot more threes they're going to update the offense uh, their roster is pretty good too you know I talked about those guys but I love Sabonis I love you know Miles Turner's still there uh, Aaron Holiday off the bench Jeremy Lamb could get buckets Justin Holiday's 3 and D McDermott is 3's they're over under Andrew is 39 and a half I'm a little worried about Oladipo, who looked really bad in the bubble. Like, really bad, but probably just shouldn't have played. But if Oladipo could just be, like, 80% of what he was, not even 90, and then Brogdon stays healthy, I like the over. I think this team, like, people are sleeping on this team, but I actually like... I think I like them. I'm taking the over. I think they're a playoff team. I don't think they're, like, the fifth seed, but I think they're, like, the seventh seed. And they had a lot of injuries last year. And I think they're, I think they're going to win forty games. I like them. Oladipo is a legendary hard worker. I feel like the Pacers always overachieve a little bit. Oladipo just like a well-run organization. Um, so I agree with you. We're going to take the over. All right, Andrew's in on that. We've now agreed th- four in a row after disagreeing I, on three of our first. And four. I'm a big Oladipo guy. DC area, legendary hard worker. You know, proved all the skeptics wrong once after that uh, Paul George trade when everybody said, what the hell in the world? And uh, I think he's probably in the gym doing the same thing, and I'm expecting a big bounce back here. Well, he's a free agent at the end of the year. He wants to get paid. He was, like, clamoring to get traded, and, and then that went public, and then they backed off that. He was like, no, I want to be in Indiana. He's a, He's the X Factor. Obviously, I mean, he should be their best player, but... I'm a little worried if he is not the same guy and then he kind of meshes with, you know, doesn't help their chemistry. I'm a little worried about that. That's, I think that's, I think Brogdon's good. I think TJ Warren is something. Yeah, but I think if he's not good, they trade him for whatever, two quarters, four quarters on the dollar or whatever it is. That's a good, and... it's a good starting lineup. Brogdon, Oladipo, TJ Warren, who went off last year. I love Sabonis, Miles Turner. There's the whole Sabonis-Turner thing, but they're both good. Like, I, I yeah, just like this team. Like, everybody can score in that starting five. And this yeah. is a league where you have to drop buckets to win. So Yeah, I like them. All right, this team is interesting, who's been in the media a lot recently. Miami Heat went to the finals last year. They won 44 games last year. Their over-under is 43. Uh, they lost Eric Jones and Jay Crowder, but they brought in Avery Bradley, Mo Harkless. Precious, a Chihuahua, who I still can't pronounce his name, and Bam got a max contract. The reason I said they've been in the news, last night they're they're starting to get in the Harden trade drama, and a report came out last night that they would, they're willing to include Tyler Hero in the trade. So that was the news last night. Ugh, I hope they don't do that. I hate that. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I think Harden... Butler, Bam is like kind of a tight big three that kind of complement each other. But the whole thing with Miami is culture, hard work. They measure your body fat. Everybody's scrappy. Like Harden is the antithesis of that. Don't don't give up on your on your ethos. I hate Harden. I know you um, hate Harden. I'm not saying I'd go out of my way to do it, but I'm and I'm curious: is Hero enough? Like, can they make a pat? You know, obviously you're including a million draft picks, but like. Or can you like hero precious 
Kendrick Nunn. Like, is that like enough for Harden? I don't know. They still got Duncan Robinson. They brought back Dragic. They brought back Myers Leonard. Iguodala is still there. I took the over, barely. Uh, I don't think they're going to win 50 games, but I don't think they're worse than last year. And I think, bam, I think they have a ton of confidence after going to the finals. I'm basically just taking them because they have more confidence than they had last year. I think they're building something, and this team gets better. I think I'm taking the over. And I hate to agree with you again, but they also have a chip on their shoulder because people are talking shit that it was sort of a fluke in the bubble. Everything broke right for them. So I think they're that rare combination of they got that confidence from going to the finals, but still have a chip on their shoulder because everybody's sort of talking shit about them right now. A lot of young guys probably will get a little better. Hero, Duncan, it's unclear if none's going to be good ever again. Um, none is a good regular so season guy. Like I, they couldn't play him in the playoffs, but he was he gets buckets. I don't think he makes. He finished, he finished higher in rookie of the year voting than Tyler Hero. Yeah. Um, which. People don't really realize. Uh, I'm taking the over, and I'm actually I'm taking the over by a decent amount. I, I think they're going to be like 48-ish wins. I'm saying lock it in, Miami All, right. All right, you say by a lot. I just say over. Oh wait, I said over barely. I mean, over by a lot. Okay. Uh, all right, moving on. I'll, they're a team to keep an eye on though for the Harden trade. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks. They. Traded a million picks for Drew Holiday, and they brought in DJ Augustine and Bobby Portis, who I can't stand. Vegas is down on them a little. They won 56 games last year, and they have it coming down to 49. Granted, they played a few more games than a lot of teams last year. They actually played 75 games last year. Uh, so they have them winning seven less games. I almost took the under here because I hate their offseason so much. I love Drew Holiday. I just hate every other thing they did. But the East is so bad, and Giannis is so good. I just think they're gonna they're gonna win fifty games, right? There's no way they're gonna win forty eight games. I took the so I take the over. I just can't see this team being like a forty seven win team. I don't know. What do you think? I think they literally have a replay of last season where they win a shit ton of games. People are saying, "See, the trade was worth it," and then they flame out in the playoffs again. And I think that becomes the Greek Freaks sort of uh, MO is regular season killer playoff softy, um, which leads to the over, but I'm calling like another uh, playoff flameout. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not ready to go that far. Flameout. I got I to gotta add all your little uh, tidbits for your over. You can't just say over under. You always have to have a little extra. Um, all right, so but you are taking the over. You are taking the over, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not willing. I want to see how uh, Holiday plays with Giannis. I actually, because I, you and I both love that trade. They are also linked to Harden. I know I'm like reeling off teams now, but they've been like calling Houston as well. Uh, which what, I. What could they possibly give? Uh, great question. I think it would have to be Chris Middleton, and. They have nothing else. DiVincenzo and whatever draft picks they have left, probably not enough. They just gave up yeah. five, you know, three first round picks and two pick swaps to get Holiday. I don't understand how that. Maybe a three team trade. Middleton is good. I mean, I don't know if he's good enough to win you a title, but he 
He had a really strong year last year. Let's see, he had 21 points a game, six rebounds, four assists. I think he's great if he's your third option and your second you're in trouble. Now the question is, is he still the second with Drew Holiday? Or is Drew Holiday good enough to be the second? Last year he shot 42% from three. Jesus. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't think they get Harden. Although that's a team I like Harden for them more than the Miami. Because I think I, agree. I think Giannis needs to play with a guy that could like get buckets. Giannis is going to do his thing, but he needs another guy that could kind of take over the offense in a when you need a bucket late in a playoff game, which I still don't know if they have. Right. So I, I kind of agree with your point about the flame out, but we'll see. I like the over barely. Uh, all right, now my team, which I'm going to try and not talk too much about, uh, the New York Knicks. I don't know what it is, but under. <laughs> I knew you were going to. I knew you were going to say that. They won 21 games last year. Uh, they drafted Obi Toppin. They hired Tom Thibodeau. Alec Burks is in after a quiet, really good season in for the Warriors, who were terrible. Noel, who looked great in their preseason game, and oh Austin Rivers. God. Noel actually looked really good. Uh, the over/under is twenty-two and a half. First of all, Toppin looked awesome in the preseason game. I am all in, all in with Toppin. He's super athletic. He's very high energy, which I kind of wasn't expecting. He's like diving for loose balls. He got a ton of rebounds. He had nine and five in the first five minutes of the game that he's checked in. And the Knicks immediately went on a 12-0 run. Uh, and if his three ball comes around, he's going to be such a problem offensively, dude. He's so quick. Like around the rim, he's just like blowing by guys. So I love topping. RJ, I think, is going to take a leap. Uh, Neil Aquina and Knox look pretty good off the bench. I think I've actually talked myself into the over. I have the under here. I think they're going to stink. But I think they're going to be... I think Thibs is going to make a difference. I'm taking the over. And I all I want out of this year is an RJ leap and Toppin to be super exciting. And then hopefully, like, Neil Aquina and Knox play a lot and we see what we have in them. I haven't even talked about Mitchell Robinson, who I'm actually a little worried about. I think Noel might be better than him. And if anything, I think Mitchell might be overrated at this point. But... Uh, I don't know. I, I actually had fun watching this team play the other night. And they played their young guys a ton because they didn't go out and sign a bunch of vets to take all their minutes, and I kind of love that. So it was only preseason, but they looked good and they won, and it actually felt like it meant something after not playing in nine months and being so bad. So you hate this team. You're just taking the under. Do you even want to talk about it or no? Uh, all I want to say is you're insane. If you remember back to when you talked about the Detroit Pistons, you talked about how bad they were. So you're very hyped up about one preseason game against a horrible team. Um, I also hope for your boy Toppin to be good, but I think the Knicks have the potential to be the worst team in the league, and I'm going to take the under. God, I actually have too many overs. I have a lot of overs. I, I switched the Cavs to an over, and now I'm switching the Knicks to the over. Someone has to be bad. No, maybe I'll leave it as an under. I no, think you already took the over. All right, fine. Annoying. I mean, I want to root. I was watching the other. I was like into a preseason game, and I want to root for this team. So I'm going to take the over because I don't want to be rooting for them to lose, even though I know they're going to be bad. And Cade Cunningham at Oklahoma, o Oklahoma State, who's like the consensus number one pick, hit a buzzer beater three or a three with a second left to win the game the other day, and I'm like so ready for them to get a point guard. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Hank, Hank. I am 
just all in on Obi Toppin. I think he's going to be okay. super exciting. Next yeah. team, enough Knicks. Orlando Magic, uh, 31 and a half is their over-under. They won 33 a year ago. They drafted Cole Anthony and Dwayne Bacon. Uh, this team stinks. Uh, Bamba's out. They're like, they're, a lot of their young guys are hurt. Um, what was it? Isaac got hurt last year. He's out for a lot of this season. So I'm just taking the under. And I think this team is like just waiting to blow it up. They're going to trade Aaron Gordon to someone. Maybe Fournier too. Fournier would be interesting for you guys. Or Gordon. Either one of those guys would be a good addition for you too, for the Celtics. Vucevic as well. He could play. I'm taking the under. I don't like this team. They didn't do anything. How the hell did they win that many games last year? I, I would have guessed 10 less wins, honestly. Well, Vucevic. Um, Vucevic is, like, legitimately good. I think yeah, he was an Vucevic all-star last year. He was, like, a, uh, almost an all-NBA guy. He's, like, he's good. He's not a title. He's not title good. You're not going to have him and be like, oh, we're going to build a championship. Dude, if the Celtics could get Vucevic, that would be incredible. Yeah, he's a bucket. There's no doubt. I'm going to – I am going to take the under as well. I just – you know, their they're only semi-talented players will be trade assets if they win any game. I'm shocked that they even won 30 last year. I'm not quite sure how that happened. Uh, that is a lock for the under. Mark Hellful still stinks, and they have no real talent. I kind of like, I think either any of their stars could end up uh, on the Celtics, with that trade exception. I actually think that's a team to watch. Orlando to blow them. I feel like they could be good. Vucevic in the post with my boys. I mean, I'll take it. That could be a good pickup for you guys. And it kind of fits into 100%. the exception. It's like $27 million and he makes like 27 So it's kind of perfect. Well. Did we just break that here? I feel like that's that's the move. We'll talk We'll talk about I that at the deadline. Uh, okay. Coming up next is the Philadelphia 76ers. They won 43 games last year. Their over-under is 43. We've talked about them a lot. Horford, Richardson out. Doc Rivers is in. Seth Curry, Danny Green are in. Maxie, the rookie, I like. Dwight Howard, I don't. I love this team. I don't like love rooting for them, but I think Doc Rivers is going to make a huge impact. They have much better players to fit their system and fit their stars. I love the over. This is a lock for me, and I think they're going to be really good this year. I think they're maybe the second best team. I could see them being the best team in the East, and I wouldn't be surprised. Um... I hate them as a team to root against. Uh, I think Doc Rivers is going to tune that piano unbelievably. The pieces are going to be working and playing hard, which is the main thing you need from a Mr. Joel Embiid. You need him to actually give a total F and just go hard. Rumors he may be in shape, which is what he's been you know, needed to do for years now. Um, I think they're going to be a great regular season team. Uh, and I also will take the over, um, but I still like my Celtics more, and I am scared for a Mr. Embiid this year. I think he's just going to be putting just people in body bags They're, and just throwing that body around. People, My sources are saying that uh, he's going to have a monster year this year. Like, he's, like, so dialed. Sources? Yeah, sources, bro. Jesus. Um, I saw on Twitter today that Houston – I have no idea how true this is – that Houston – would do Harden for Ben Simmons, but they won three first-round picks from Philly. That's insane, right? I would not do that if I was Philly. Yeah, I would not want Harden. Oh, I don't know. I don't Harden. Harden and Embiid could be... proven that he can win anything. He, you have to build your team around his style of play. 
Simmons is younger. Simmons can still get better. I love um, Simmons. I, I mean, love Simmons. If you're going to move Simmons, I'm not sure that's that's the piece I would move him for. Um, I would not do that. I'd move him to the Knicks, so I could have my if dream. I'm of the having... Houston Rockets. Sorry, James. You have to play basketball yeah. here. We'll talk about that on the West, but I, yeah, I think Harden starts the season on the Rockets. Uh, okay, so I love Philly. You like him too. That's my like lock. I have them locked in over everyone. Like I, I that's my favorite Doc over. That's Doc my is a great first year. Forty three wins. That's like stop. Yeah. that's the lock of the century. I would tell, I'd bet my house on them going over. Uh, we'll do that. You can go live with me. Yeah, that true. Toronto Raptors, fifty three wins last year. A good season. Their over under is only forty one. So a big step back. They're predicting. Abaka and Gasol are gone. Abaka hurts a lot. Gasol can still play, but hurts less. They brought in Aaron Baines, who everybody, every NBA nerd said he was awesome in Phoenix last year. They drafted Malachi Flynn. You hate him. I kind of like him. They still have Lowry. Uh, Van Fleet, it, they paid him. I like Van Fleet. Siakam, even though he was exposed in the bubble, has been really good in the regular season two years in a row. OG could play. Nick Nurse, coach of the year. This is another over for me. Borderline a lock. I think this team is still good. I don't think they're as good as they are last year, but 12 games worse is insane to me. Am I missing something? Is it is Ibaka I, 12 games? Like, that's insane. I think it's not just about Ibaka. I think last year was sort of a magical season for them. They were riding the high of the championship, but they also had this big chip on their shoulder because nobody believed in them. Everybody sort of overachieved. Siakam overachieved. Van Fleet overachieved. Lowry gave you a tougher season than you were expecting at 34 years old. I am predicting the season from hell for them. I just think you can only take so many players away and championship caliber players, Marcus Saul, uh, Kawhi Leonard, um, in multiple seasons, Lowry's getting older. Siakam proved that he kind of stinks. Fred Van Fleet can't be your best. I don't player. think. Listen, Siakam was really bad. He does not stink. Like he was no, bad. He, he was bad in the bubble. He does not stink, dude. He's good. Um, yeah, he's a good regular season player. He's like the 2001 Seattle Mariners. Good regular season, horrible playoffs. Um, I'm predicting some injuries. I'm predicting a big step down from Kyle Lowry, which it, it pains me to say because thir- I love Kyle. He's 34. Um, Kyle Lowry is literally your NBA comp from when you were in high I school. I love him. He's your NBA comp. He's this chunky guard that kind of just jacks and I takes crazy shots. And just controls the floor and is the man. So you're going uh, you're going I'm, under? I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under. I, I'm interested to see, like, I think outside of the top four or five teams, I think the Indiana, Toronto, Wizards, who are about to talk about race, is interesting. I think Toronto is on the outs there. I'm predicting season from hell. Almost New England Patriots-esque. You're, uh, you're predicting... Championship, I, they have the caliber, but you take too many players away, and eventually it starts to crumble. As a coach myself, I respect Nick Nurse so much. It's mainly just a Nick Nurse photo conference. He's a great coach. Over forty-one, not, that's an easy one for me. I can't believe you're going under. Washington, I'm going under. Washington Wizards, twenty-five wins last year, thirty-three and a half is their over/under. They just traded John Wall for Westbrook. They retained Bertans for a ton of money. Donnie had. had Deja won six for six in their preseason game last night, and Robin Lopez is a serviceable NBA big man. Uh, I think Westbrook is going to be awesome for them. I think this team is good, dude. I, I like. I think they could compete for the sixth or fifth, the fifth seed, maybe if they stay healthy, maybe higher. Like, 
I'm buying Westbrook and Beal. I'm buying Bertans. I think Robin Lopez is going to help them a lot defensively. Donnie looked good yesterday. If Donnie could come in and play, the Israel, what is he, Prince of Tel Aviv? Like, yeah. I, you know, Walls look good in Houston too, but I, this is like a legit rotation. Westbrook, Beal, Bertans, Rui, who Wizards fans are irrationally high on, but he's definitely a player. Robin Lopez, Thomas Bryan is good. Like, sort of. Denny is good. Troy Brown could do stuff. Ish Smith. Like, that's nine good players with two superstars. That's like, that's a good playoff team. Sometimes there's a little thing that's called addition by subtraction. You take the doo-doo weight around the neck of John Wall, you ship him out. I don't know if he was loved by his teammates. I sure didn't love his game. Westbrook is going to come in here. And all of a sudden, he's no longer playing the Beasts of the West every night. He's playing the Charlottes, the Orlandos, um, the Detroit Pistons. He's going to be going wild. DC is going to love his yes. grit yes, and his dude. snarl and yes. his absolute junkyard dog mentality. Yes. Yes. Beal is an all-star, period. Yep. An all-NBA talent. Yep. Bertan Snub last has year. a nope. wet, wet jumper. Beal wasn't, got snubbed at all-NBA last year, so you know he's going to come in pissed. And like now it's all day talent. Yeah. And uh, I am, this is, this might be my lock of all locks over. I could see them being five, maybe even pushing for a four seed. I think they're going to win a lot of games, mostly because Westbrook brings it every fucking night. And that's what you need in the regular season. And he is just going to be relentless. He has something to prove. He has been shipped out of Houston, you know, sort of Harden sends another person away. Um, and he is going to be going hard. DC's going to embrace it. Beal's going to be buckets. Uh, I, I, I'm predicting lots and lots of wins. Uh, I Well, I don't know about lots and lots of wins, but I definitely like the... And Wall sucks. Yeah, I, you've said that every pot. I I definitely like the over. 33.5 is low. I think they're like at least in the I would have 40s. taken an over up until I think 39. I think they're going to win 40 games. Yeah, I think they're in the 40s, uh, low 40s. And I like them. I think they're like, like I said, they're competing with Indiana and Toronto, and maybe Miami. May I think Miami's a better team, but like maybe Miami, based on how they approach the regular season for that like fourth or fifth, not fourth, like fifth seed, maybe sixth seed. But th- some people are like they're comparing them to Orlando or like team like yeah. Atlanta, like competing. I'm like, dude, so they're going to be better s- than those teams. so it's much absurd. better than those teams. It's absurd to compare them to that. Absurd. And and they're going to be good. For me, I just look at. I think they're cast around all that. We didn't even more. T, uh, Wagner was pretty good for them when he was healthy last year. Like they have guys. It's not they have Westbrook and Beal, but then they have a bunch of other yeah. interesting young guys who could be better or take leaps. That, you know, and then like veterans like Robin Lopez that will help. And and listen, Westbrook doesn't make people better in that he's not. You know, he's not Steve Nash. But he will make people better in his work ethic. And the Ruiz and the Prince of Tel Aviv seeing his work ethic, I think, will be good for the long term of this franchise. So I actually loved the trade for the Wizards because I think it makes them competitive this year. And I think his work ethic and that junkyard dog mentality will rub off on the young guys for uh, for seasons to come. I, I also, yes. And the, the work, like I like that you brought up work ethic. The locker room present. Westbrook, by all accounts, is an amazing teammate. Everyone oh, has ever played with him. Oh, loved him. So Westbrook and then Robin Lopez, even though it's stupid like uh, mascot thing that he does everywhere he goes, he started for the Knicks a couple of years ago, and like all reports were like he is a true leader and like a great locker room guy, and that's half the reason the Knicks paid him. 
So I, I think those two like leading your locker room is awesome. So totally. we love the Wizards. Uh, the only teams we disagree on, the Celtics, I like the under. The Nets, you like the under. The Hornets, you hate. I like them over 26. Under. The Knicks, I reluctantly took the over and already regret it. Although RJ looked nice in game two. 25 points on a, like a 10 of oh, 17. No, dude. R- the RJ leap is coming. And I just hope you're ready for it. The Knicks will stink, but the RJ leap is going to happen, and it's going to be tight. Uh, and then the Raptors, you went under. I can't believe they're already. I can't believe you went under on the Raptors. All right. Well, we will meet again on this later in the season. We'll do the, You want to do the West next week, Big Drew? I would love to. So let's Thank do the West next week. With my main dog. Maybe we pump out two quick ones. We'll do the West, and then we got to do like an NBA season preview thing. So like I think that's right. Least valuable player, John Wall. Kind of Wall. Well, he's balling. It's preseason, but he's looked really oh, good. Stop I, it! I heard a, he had a quote saying he feels faster than he's ever played. So it's absurd. So we'll see. But I think the wizard, wizard, my wizard texts, like all my group texts of wizard fans were like freaking out and depressed about John Wall leaving. He's not gonna be good. Tell and now they're all going to be rooting for Westbrook. And Danny looks tight. He went three for three from beyond the arc, six for six for the game at 15 points, and looked like He's very confident, dog. very comfortable. So we'll see. Anything else from you, Big Drew? That's it, man. Just love and miss you every day. So I'm glad we get to do this. Me too, buddy. I always appreciate it. So we'll be in time. We'll do it. I'm on winter break next week. So we got time. My, my kid's daycare is still closed, but he naps in the middle of the day. So. Perfect. We'll I'll, just, tell the, I'll tell the bagels to wait so we can talk about sports. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Big Drew. Eastern Conference uh, preview is done. Hasta luego. Peace.